about to go down in a minute let me touch down i'ma get it cause i i i been waiting all night it's game time it's game time here's your host tom barfield and glenn stretch smith and good monday afternoon and welcome into game time here for a uh Beautiful, beautiful Monday afternoon. Tom Stretch, Glenn, and uh, and Garrett, and we're glad you're with us as we go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how are you? Good. How you guys doing today? Doing all right. How about you, uh, Garrett? I know it's been a busy day. I'm good. You, re- you ready to roll? Ready to roll. I got you. All right. Flat bill update of the day. Update. Today is the Arizona Diamondbacks. You get the black hat. You got the till front with the logo of the the I guess you would call it like a rose colored uh rattlesnake with the the baseball in his mouth. So that's what I'm rocking today. I got you. So have we <laughs> I I feel like we've seen this one before. Yeah, you've seen this one. All right. Do you have a do you have like an inventory? Do you know how many total caps you own? Uh, it's in the high forties. So I mean we're we're going probably month, month and a half before we see these things. Well it just depends oh, on my outfit, really. I wear some of them multiple times a month. Just depends on what I'm wearing. <laughs> so, Got to match so with the uniform. Depends on the outfit. Exactly, it depends on the outfit. That's how I roll. Got to match with the uniform, sir. It's got to match with the uniform. You know that. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, I had a great weekend. Relaxing. Went down and spent a little time with my love. Her birthday and you know went and did some shopping with her it was it was uh it was a little painful but not not too bad from a shopping perspective watched got to watch a lot of football so hey you know what that's a good thing tom yeah absolutely absolutely whenever you get to watch football it's a good thing uh we'll, we'll get into the football there's a lot of football to talk about both on the field and off the field and we want we got to dive into all of it uh, we'll talk some men's basketball. Uh, again, Baylor has uh, had to shut things down, and we'll get into that and, and that effect. And then uh, we'll, we'll talk about the busy week that is for the Lady Bears. They've got four games, fellas, this week, four. Uh, as, and it begins with a conference game tonight at 6 o'clock. And then uh, they've got uh, three non-conference games to kind of finish up the week. So we'll get into all of that uh, uh, on the program as well. Art Browse has left Mount Vernon High School and. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on there. State high school championships are coming up uh, beginning Wednesday. We hope uh, there's one that's already been uh, put on uh, put on ice for a while. Uh, we have a change in the Pac-12 championship game, which is coming up on Friday night. Tom Herman is going to remain in, uh, in Austin, but uh, they've got an opening in Auburn, Alabama. We'll talk about that. We, so, any of the, is anything that, that I've said so far jumped off the page as, as surprising? You know, I, Tom, I would say yes. Owen, a football coach, $21.5 million, and we're in a you know 100-year pandemic, athletic departments losing money out the wazoo, and they got to – you know, they move on a guy that wears a sweater vest and a visor and pay him $21 million. I mean, is that not a little bit of a staggering number to you? I I, I don't know. I, I I start thinking, wow, that that's that's big, isn't it? Isn't that a big isn't that a big bite? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not only do you gotta pay that, but then as you pointed out when, when we were talking about the potential search in, in Austin, 
then you got to go write a check to a guy and a staff. And right, well, well, not only a guy and a staff, but if you get a guy who's currently on a staff, he's going to have some sort of a buyout. You're going to have to you're going to have to write that check. Yeah. Big. Well, and and I know that this wasn't exactly the year they were looking for, but they were six and four. Uh, Auburn in, in, in a pandemic-shortened season. So, and he's won some football games there, hasn't he? Well, sure. I mean, he's won a bunch of good football games. I mean, he's – I mean, this feels like a situation that they wanted to get rid of him three years ago when they gave – or two years ago, they gave him a big contract extension. So, I, I don't know. that That's a – something something really smells in the water with that situation at Auburn. I, I'm – I, I'm really confused. I, 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 of all the people that I thought might be losing their jobs, I thought he was kind of on the, you know, kind of on the fringe. But Auburn has obviously had enough, and you got to think, uh, Tom and Garrett. I'll ask you guys. You got to think if you're biting off that big of a number, don't you have to have somebody in mind that you're going to go get? I would think, but in 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 what goes on in today's college football, I'm not sure of anything. But I, I would think you you would probably have somebody targeted. I know now that uh, they've named former Baylor head coach Kevin Steele their interim, uh, and I guess uh, for a bowl game purpose stretch would be my my only guess there is to prepare them for and to uh, to to uh, lead them in a in a in their bowl game that's that'll be coming up. Yeah, I, I I would like you said, Tom. I would guess that I'm not. I it, wow. I, I I just I when you say that it's it again, the thought of writing someone a twenty one and a half million dollar check to walk away, it just feels like somebody has to be held accountable for putting that number out there for signing him to such a big deal, and and it was almost as if. They were so afraid they were going to lose him to Arkansas. At you know they stepped up and paid this this just huge number. Now he goes six and four and somewhat of a down year, and and and, and they're going to go ahead and they're going to go ahead and swallow that nut. That's I, that's hey, that's a big pay number. Half to of me. it in the next two weeks. <laughs> it's a Think big about number. That one. They've, they've got to come up with – the school must pay half of that within 30 days. That's just so, staggering. I, right? I said two weeks. I meant 30 days. But, to, yeah, still, that's a lot of dough to come up with in a month. It's, it, it's a staggering amount of money. It really is. It makes you – again, I just say, did they, they – they've got to have somebody in mind. And then with this happening in the middle of a – you know, a, a pandemic, a situation where you just you go, wow, and then and then you know there was a bunch of there's been a bunch of smoke around the fact that you know Texas Tech is wanting to get you know move on from Coach Wells, and there was a groundswell that they wanted Art Browse, and and now today it's come out that Matt Wells is going to stay another year, and that he's he's fired his offensive coordinator Yost. So he's kind of feels like he's that's a guy that's been with him forever. Feels like he's kind of having his hand forced, as if to say, "Hey, if you want to keep this job, 
you're you're going to have to make some changes or he's having to make some changes and i think that's that's one of a few things that could happen from a i, I think there's going to be some other dominoes that are going to fall here and 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 quite frankly tom i think that uh some of these bigger more high profile jobs might one of these nfl teams who's going to have there could be as many as seven to eight openings in the NFL. You know, might one of those teams step out and say, you know what, we want to go get Brian Kelly and that open another, you know, just huge job. So there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of, there's a lot of jobs open. And then you got a place like uh, you mentioned early, like Texas, who's, you know, obviously put out the feelers for Urban Meyer. It didn't seem to, that didn't, that didn't really tickle his fancy. And he decided to say, no, I'm, you know, my family's more concerned about my health, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. And now you've got to go back to Tom Herman and say, okay, well, let's, you know, let's see what we can do here with, you know, allowing you to stay another year. You know, that's gonna just absolutely crush a recruiting class. I mean, if you're a recruit, are you wanting to go in, you know, to the University of Texas where you're not even sure in nine months who the head coach is gonna be? I just, I, I'm not sure that. Uh, it's such untested situ- or untested waters, Tom, because I, 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 we've talked about this over and over. I really feel like there are a lack of candidates out there for the people who, you know, want to want to move on from their coach. And obviously Texas wanted to move on, and they only felt like there was one candidate out there, and they couldn't get him. So they're having to, you know, they're having to kind of dance with who brought you in it. That's got to be an awkward feeling for them, and it's got to be a very awkward feeling for Tom Herman and, and, and staying in Austin and your family and all the things that go with that. Hey, we're up against the break, but I want to I bring Garrett in here because, Garrett, I think you guys talked a little bit about this uh, on uh, off the bench this, this morning, and I want to uh, get Stretch's thoughts on this. Did you guys, didn't you guys talk a little bit this morning that maybe, just maybe, there would have been uh, maybe not necessarily the administrative side of it, uh, making the approach on Urban Meyer, but it was more of the. Uh, you you kind of got the, the the feeling that there was uh, it was more of the, the the donors, the big boosters that were making the uh, the inquiries to, and it kind of got public and, and got out there in a hurry. Is is that kind of the conversation I heard this morning? Yeah, that was just an opinion that I had. It felt like the situation when you look at it and how everything spread because I I don't think. Chris Del Conte or anybody intentionally inside the Texas program would leak information like that. And in the fr- when you look at Urban Meyer and the situation he was in, he was never like directly looking for a job, right? He was he was content in what he was doing on TV. I feel like the boosters at Texas, so, similar to how they did with um, Nick Saban, were kind of like, okay, well, there's a guy, there's a name, because you always got to have that splash. You can't just go get a good coach. You got to have a splash hire, right? So I feel like they were kind of looking at that and leak that information. Now, I could be totally off base with that, but I, that's kind of how it feels to me. Well, and I, I, I understand that. I guess I'm thinking more along the lines that did that AD, Del Conte, did he not want to get in the middle of that? And he, he kind of left it up to whoever those boosters were to say, hey, go gauge his interest. Oh, I'm sure he did. Was he coordinating all of that, I guess, is my question. And I don't think we're ever going to know that. But I, I would bet that he was. I would bet that, you know, he's in contact with those with those boosters and those big money donors. They're the ones that are putting the pressure on him 
to, to, to go and make a change at this time. I, I would bet that with him trying to balance the budget, that's really not at the top of his list when he's got a coach that, you know, won a bunch of games this year. I, I don't know. It, 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 it leaves something that we can all discuss and talk about and kick around for sure. Yeah, and the last thing you want to be known as is the guy that sabotaged your, your head coach's uh, season, your head coach's uh, recruiting for future for future years. I mean, that's that's just not how that typically rolls. So, I mean, and, and I'm like you, Stretch. If if you're bound to determine as the as the administration, as the athletic director, as the president of the university that you're going to make a change, you make the change. Well, yeah, but Tom, let me ask you this: if if the boosters are saying we're going to give you the money for this change, oh, by the way, it's going to be about thirty to 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 do what you need to do. Don't you have to listen to those person, people, or no what, whoever that is that are cutting that check? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> they you see what that I'm saying? It's, you. Yeah, and, and so if you're going to cut that check, it better be a sexy enough hire. You're not going to just go hire, you know, you're not going to just go hire somebody just to be making a change right now. You better be able to make it from a sexy standpoint. No, no, that's uh, you're right. That I was saying if if the boosters aside, if it was simply because – the athletic department, the president of the university, or what have you, wanted to make a change, you would then go make the change. If it was just you and and your staff, not, not necessarily boosters involved. I I, I agree. I I, yeah. I mean I'm I'm agreeing with what you're saying, and I think we're all on the same page here. I'm just saying it just feels like a huge number when you know there's been no there's been no butts in the seats. There's been no there's been no real synergy around your program to get somebody to want to donate right now. It, it it's tough times and 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 hey Auburn had just had enough, but to to still think about it, the number being that big, that's that's huge. I, I I don't know how to say it any different than that. All right, it's a three fourteen. We're going to dive into some Baylor football as they wrap up the twenty. 20 football season under first-year head coach Dave Aranda. We'll do that next when we continue here on a Monday afternoon from ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st- it's things It's like a in claw. A yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the, and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose? Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm never going to stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN. In Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. At Community Bank & Trust, the term mobile community refers to all of our banking platforms. Online banking, mobile apps, mobile browser banking, even voice banking. No matter what device you're on, you'll be able to complete any banking function. We've taken customer account access and convenience to the next level. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. 
Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC equal housing lender. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. All right, 319, 19 minutes after 3. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 3 o'clock hour is brought to you by CNC Collision Center. And uh, you can join us uh, if you like at 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. That's our CNC Collision Center text line and our walk-ons sports bistro talk line if you want to uh, jump in and talk to sports. Just wanted to get everybody's thoughts as the Bears wrap up the uh, – the 2020 season with a, a disappointing 42 to three loss to Oklahoma state Cowboys score on the second play at scrimmage as uh, Dylan Stoner went nuts. You know what? Eight receptions, 247 yards, three touchdowns. And uh, I realized Baylor guys were, was they, they were without, I guess, what was it? The, the official number Garrett 47 players and coaches because of COVID and injury. Yeah, it was 47, 47. So uh, I just, let stretch we'll begin with you and you're just your overall thoughts of, of Saturday's game and then the overall feel of the season well I didn't I didn't think that was really the Baylor football team that we saw out there Saturday I mean obviously defensively Petrie's a heck of a football player and he played his he plays his rear end off I mean there are there are a few bright spots in 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 what I saw but I tell you what I 
I really saw a football team that didn't feel like they wanted to be there. Uh, it, it didn't. It just didn't have the same, you know. And and I watched it on TV. I wasn't in the stadium, but it didn't feel like it had that. It really had that. Uh, I would say that emotion, that you know, kind of that gas that you'd seen Baylor come out and play hard with uh, early in some games, and then be able to finish, you know, a few games. I, I think sees see over overall season. I think is very disappointing. I think they're going to have to. I think Coach Aranda is going to have to go back and take a look at offensively. What are you doing? What is your What are your goals? Uh, you know, I, I think he's got to sit down with Larry Fedora and find out, hey, it, you know, minus Charlie Brewer, uh, where are we going to go with this football team? Do we have the personnel to do what uh, what you want to do? Because I think what he wanted to do this year probably did not fit the personnel. He was kind of uh, forced to have to do some things from a protection standpoint. Uh, I, I'm not sure that he was real comfortable with. Uh, I'm not sure it looked like they had worked on it very much. It worked. Uh, it patch worked at times for the Baylor offense. But I think they've got a lot of questions to answer, and I think you're going to see uh, pretty quickly uh, some of those answers come out. And then, you know, they've got a, they've got a recruiting class they've got to go sign. They've got to go piecemeal this thing together and see if they can uh, possibly, look, you know, look in the transfer portal, see what's out there. Um, I, I think I, I believe Dave Rand is a heck of a football coach um, as far as Larry Fedora offensively, what they want to do. I think the jury's still out on that. I think Coach Roberts did a good job defensively. But I think they're going to have to go do some real um, self-scouting and look and see if they put their personnel in a winning position. And, uh, and I'm a little concerned about the offensive side of the football when I say that. And I'll circle back to that in just a second. Gary, what your thoughts? I I just feel like the the offense. And I agree with stress. They're going to have to find an identity. Um, I, I think it's kind of. I never could understand why Ebner and Lovett couldn't get going in the backfield. Uh, it, this is crazy. Shayhan Jayaraja, we've had on this show before. He had this earlier, and it said Lovett and Ebner have rushed for a combined two thousand four hundred fifty-seven yards uh, from twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen, but just this season. Combined, they rushed for 237 yards, and you can't do that. I don't, I don't know. That's something they're going to have to address. Stretch, I think you brought up an interesting point about the transfer portal. I, I feel like the biggest issue with this team is the offensive line, and I know it's a slippery slope when teams start looking at, at really the JUCO guys. We've seen Kansas getting a bond with that as far as bringing in JUCO guys, but if you could find some guys who have had experience and get them to come in on the offensive line and maybe – just for like a one-year situation next year and maybe build up some of these guys below them, that could help. But, you know, Love has already opted out. I don't really know what to expect out of um, Zeno next year once he's actually the starter. But to me, you got everything starts up front, and that's where they're going to have to address it. Is he actually the starter? I think he is. I mean, you, so you don't think there's an open competition? I honestly think Bohannon's going to – I think Bohannon will transfer within the next couple of weeks. I would not be surprised. Well, we'll find out. But I think I think you said it right. I think it begins up front. I, I, I just don't believe that the offensive line performed at a high enough level. 
to uh, to allow them to get anything done consistently on the offensive side. We talk about the running game a lot, Stretch, but they weren't able to throw the football down the field, and they weren't able to to open up their passing game. They just there just wasn't much there in in the in the passing game, and and. and it was just it was just very difficult. The one thing I said, because we knew that they were short on wide receivers, we knew they were short on tight ends, we knew they were short on running backs, we knew about the offensive line issues. I wanted to see if they played on the defensive side of the football with that same intensity that they had in, in Norman against Oklahoma, and I didn't see that. I didn't get that feel. If, in fact, there were some comments after the game, Coach Aranda addressing, uh, and I think he had kind of the same feel. I wanted to play the game. I felt that uh, I felt that our team wanted to play the game. I think you know you look at that game, and um, you probably ask yourself if the team wanted to play. I, I'm asking myself in just hindsight, you know. But at the time, it felt like we wanted to play, and um, you know, it's it, whatever the circumstances have been, just with this team here, um, whether it's right from the quarantine piece to racial injustice to you name it, right? Uh, coming back in, injuries and, and uh, quarantines and isolations and all that once we're back on campus. We have attacked it, man. And there just hasn't been a time where uh, they've counted us out, even though we, you know, the, the record hasn't been what we want it to be. I just feel like the fight was always there. And um, we never ended a deal kind of on the mat. And I feel like tonight or today we did. And that's what hurts the most. And Stretch, he, it, it's very much he, Coach Aranda, was, he loved his team effort, whether they were winning, whether they were losing, no matter what the situation was through a pandemic. He loved the effort of the football team, but certainly didn't get that, that, uh, that sense on Saturday. Yeah, and, and, and you know, you know Tom, and you know this, the one thing you don't want to do is question effort. I, I don't question their effort. I question an identity. I question an understanding of what your personnel is. I question how you went out and attacked uh, what you wanted to do offensively uh, with the personnel that you had. And I, di- I just, I didn't, I never, I never felt like that matched up. I didn't, I, I didn't ever get a feeling in this season that boy, that, that looks like they really understand who they are or they impose their will offensively on somebody it always felt like a it always felt just like you know putting a bunch of plays up on the damn wheel of fortune board and okay here we go trips right let's do that okay two tight ends you know what I mean it never felt like a real uh, they, they have a real game plan or an understanding of what fit their personnel and I think that really speaks volumes and ran throughout the whole football season I think you and I talked about it Last week, I mean, one of the most frustrating thing was uh, Charlie Brewer got eight or nine balls batted down at the line of scrimmage. Well, how can you be this far in the season and not be moving the pocket or not be moving him around so that he can get some of those clean throwing lanes? Those are the things that just, that, that really kind of, you know, stick with me and bother me. Uh, it's a 328. Uh, let's go to the uh, walk-on sports bistro listener line and say hello to Jose. Jose, what's up? Hello, good day. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, I know that this year, this pandemic took the air out of a lot of people. Whatever you do in sports and whatever it is in business and in general, it is tough. Some people can handle it, some people cannot, and that's why we need to stick together so we can get through it. But one thing I really enjoy, you know, I've been listening to the radio 
since oh, I'm 57 since I was eight, nine years old pumping gas, and and that's uh the professionalism that John Moore brings out, you know, Baylor Bear games and brings the excitement, and brings all the data that he knows, and and I enjoy listening to that, and that's a great that's a great honor, and I appreciate you guys doing what you do in high school, so. That's a spirit that I really like, and I appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Jose. And, and J-Mo's been doing it for a long time and, and, and does a terrific job uh, as the voice of the Bears, and we uh, we all have great respect for what John does. And, and, and you're right, he does uh, he does a tremendous job, and, and J.J. and Ricky. And, and then uh, I've always told John that I love him and Pat on, on basketball. It's it's, uh, it's my favorite call is uh, is John and Pat on, on the uh, – on the men's basketball broadcast, it's unbelievable how good that uh, that broadcast is. So, uh, yeah, and we appreciate your phone call. It is uh, 3.30, 3.30 on a, what is this? This is Monday, but I was just looking, guys. Uh, Charlie, I believe, was sacked four times in the game last, uh, Saturday, and, and they rushed the ball for a net of 70 on 31 attempts. How, there's no, there's no, There was just not much there to, to get going offensively. Yeah, it's hard to win a football game when you. Uh, that's all you got to do, really, is look at that stat line, and say when you can't, you, you know, you're just you're not doing anything with the football. You can't move the ball. Uh, it it that's that's really it, Tom. I mean, that's the cliff notes, and that that's kind of about what that what that football game felt like. They weren't going to let him drop back and throw. They 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 couldn't run. They just couldn't, and so they took that. That little underneath stuff away, it was it was just almost impossible to do anything offensively with the football. Yeah, I mean, I I, I completely agree with you, and it was a it was a disappointing end to a season. How's that? Very disappointing. Absolutely. And and, and again, our, and then finally, before we uh, before we roll into a break here, are we surprised that that Charlie's moving on? I'd say a little bit. I am a little bit because I thought, you know, I, I, I see a young man that really he came, he kind of was out of the shadow of his dad, out of the shadow of his brother, got away from the, you know, Austin, the University of Texas. I felt like he wanted to carve his own niche, and, and I really felt like going to Bay, Baylor was a, a good spot for him. I, I thought he would come in here and, you know, kind of, do some things, and he and he did last year. It just didn't fit this year. So I, I guess as a, from a sample size, Tom, you have to say maybe it doesn't really, you know, maybe it's not very surprising after the way this football season ended and the way that it went. You're, you kind of anticipated this, didn't you? Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. I, I think when you the writing was on the wall when you look at uh, all of the, the activities surrounding senior day, the senior photos, he's not involved. Um, and then once, once Zeno came into the game on – uh, the other night and you hear the crowd start cheering. I looked at my wife and I said, man, Brewers going to hit the transfer portal. And then I mentioned what my thoughts on Bohannon. And lo and behold, now I'm surprised how quick it happened, but I'm not surprised it happened. Well, that it, it clearly was a decision that was Correct. probably already made. If not already made, about 99% made. And then after the game on Saturday, it, it kind of cleaned up and cleared up and and, uh, and Charlie moves on. But uh, if you don't think that he didn't do a nice job here – you didn't look very closely. I mean, this what what a great kid, what a gutsy competitor, and, and you know what a winner. No, he is he is very he's very competitive, and he he laid it on the line, did everything he could do, and threw his body around, and 
you know, you got to take your hat off to that young man and say, hey, I, I wish him nothing but the best or wherever and wherever he decides to go. In, any rumors out there yet, Garrett? I haven't heard anything. I, I know Stephen had mentioned this morning, uh, maybe like SMU or um, North Texas. I know Shane Burchell is supposed to meet with the media here in a little bit to say if he's going to return to SMU, so that will play a factor into that. But I, I don't see him going to another Power 5 school, maybe somewhere like Houston, but – uh, Any time that he can get some reps to try to develop his game, probably a different offensive scheme than what he saw during his time here at Baylor. If he's hoping to go to the NFL, I think that will be a, uh, benefit him in the long run. All right, uh, 3.33, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, we're back with more in just a moment. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Light Mountain Cold Refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event? Going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Lone Star 1500s, and with new Ram Heavy Duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the Big Finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. Only Fox 44's Mike LaPointe has the weather rate seal of approval for the most accurate forecast in Central Texas. What is Weather Rate? It's an independent organization that monitors forecasts for accuracy. From storms and wind to sunny skies and extreme heat, they track it all. So, when you're preparing for your day, trust Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe and the Fox 44 Storm Team to give you the most accurate forecast every time. Fox 44 News, Weather Rate Certified, Central Texas Most Accurate Forecast. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. 
Baylor gets blown out in the final game of the season at McLean Stadium Saturday against Oklahoma State, 42-3. And Charlie Brewer announced yesterday that he would be entering the transfer portal. The 1A Division I state championship game between Balmore and Richland Spring that was scheduled for 11 a.m. Wednesday has been postponed due to COVID-19 concerns. Cowboys get a win yesterday. Andy Dalton was good in his return to Cincinnati, going 16 of 23 for 184 yards and two touchdowns as the Cowboys win their fourth game of the season, 30-7, keeping the Cowboys in the playoff picture. Tonight, Cleveland hosts Baltimore on Monday Night Football. Kick is at 7.15 on ESPN. And the Lady Bears in action tonight at the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. Tip is at 6, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. in our 3 o'clock hour brought to you by CNC Collision Center. We're glad you're with us, Tom Stretch and Garrett. And Stretch, uh, Art Bros has resigned at Mount Vernon High School after guiding them to the state semifinals just uh, this past weekend. Were you surprised? You know, a little bit. I, 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 I'm not sure that uh, I, I thought he would resign this quickly. I, I, I'm not surprised that he's going to have multiple offers to be able to I, I'm not sure what, do what. I don't know that it's going to be uh, at the level that he wants it to be at. But, yeah, I, I guess I'm a little surprised at how timely it happened. How's that? Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, so where does he end up? I mean, is he an OC someplace? Is he a head coach someplace? Is uh, Where are we going with this? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I do believe that. Uh, Hugh Freeze, at the head coach at Liberty, I think he's going to have his choice of jobs. Uh, there's some sentiment out there that, obviously, the athletic director, Ian McCall, who used to be at Baylor, is now at Liberty. Uh, would he be able to pull the trigger in that situation and bring uh, Art back, uh, you know, to work for him? Uh, there was, like we talked about earlier, there was some uh, talk that, it's boosters at uh, out in West Texas wanted wanted him. They wanted to get rid of Wells. Uh, that's obviously not going to happen this year. Uh, I, I'm not sure where he lands, but I do think that he he will have a job. I do believe that. I don't think he's going to sit out another. Uh, you know, I don't think he'll sit out a year and not coach. I, I I think he feels like he's got an opportunity here, and maybe it's something that we don't even know about for him to be able to get back and uh, get back in the game. And whether that's as a head coach or an offensive coordinator, that still remains to be seen. Yeah, I mean, you make a great point. And, Garrett, he did pull the trigger in a hurry, didn't he? Yeah, he really did. And I think that going into this, the, the understanding was he was going to um, fulfill his his time there with Mount Vernon with that, that two-year deal and then kind of look elsewhere. But – I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he ended up as an OC somewhere that worked his way up as a head coach. Um, but, right, I mean, if the right fit comes calling, like you, you stretch and mention Liberty, I think that would also be a, a good fit for him as well. Uh, he's familiar with Ian McCall, obviously, and uh, to be able to get up there and then work your way into a Power 5 gig, I mean, that's an option too. Well, I would just, you know, guys, I was – why and it just so happened that we're talking about this, but it just came across the – the crawl, if you will, on ESPN that uh, that he had resigned from Mount Vernon High School. My point being that there's still a lot of interest, and he he still garners a lot of attention 
uh, nationally when it comes to coaching opportunities. Well, he's a heck of a football coach. I mean, you can't you cannot take away uh, what he accomplished at Baylor. I mean, I, I I think it was a very unfortunate situation, and there were a lot of people's lives that changed. And I think that's that's incredibly unfortunate. Uh, but as from a football perspective, we know this guy can coach football, and you know, in the right environment, in the right setting. I think there will be another opportunity for him to do so. I mean, I give you another example, and that's a place like Louisiana Lafayette, where Billy Napier is obviously a he, he's going to be a candidate for multiple jobs. He's done a great job down there at Lafayette. I think absolutely you could see him move on, and I mean, I could see Coach Brow stepping in at a place like that that really, you know, kind of makes sense. In, in is that. Uh, that that opportunity that's it's not a power five job but it, it, it's right on the fringe of being a power five job because of how you can recruit what you can do down there at louisiana lafayette i could see him stepping into a place like that too we mentioned hugh freeze earlier does he have the pick of the litter i mean does he get to pick where he wants to go and what he wants to do well i mean it sounds like it, doesn't it? I mean, it, it sounds does. like it sounds like South Carolina wanted to talk to him. I certainly think that Auburn uh, is a fit. Uh, he gave he gave Nick Saban fits when he was at Ole Miss. So obviously, the, a huge rivalry between those two state schools. I think uh, I, I don't think that'll be the only jobs that will be available. I think you're going to see a few other dominoes fall here, and I do think that Hugh Freeze is a heck of a football coach, and he'll have an, he'll, he'll have an opportunity to probably choose which job he wants. So, yeah, I think Hugh Freeze could be a fit at, at Auburn and maybe, um, you know, maybe a few other places if, you know, if some guys were – Let's say, you know, just for instance, that Brian Kelly does decide he wants to go give it a shot in the NFL. I mean, that opens another big job, and then that would be another domino to fall. So I think that's what both Art Browse and even a guy like Hugh Freeze are counting on, you know, some of these bigger opportunities to uh, to happen and then, you know, for them to have an option to, do, to you know, accept that job if that's what they want to do. Is he a fit with with uh, Coach Wells in Lubbock? Yeah, I'm sorry. Is who would who be a fit? Art Bros as the OC. You know, I, I, as an offensive coordinator, a possibility. You know, I, I I think a possibility. Now the question becomes: Is Coach Wells? You know, is he secure enough to to bring in a guy like Art Bros to to help him offensively? I think that's that would be the bigger question. Is you know, how, how would he fit with the rest of the staff? How does he see him fitting with the rest of the staff? And then, you know, knowing that you got to be pretty secure in who you are because he's, he, he's right there, and we know that he can be a head coach because he's shown you he can do that. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, with, with that in mind, do you want to go to work for somebody whose job was in jeopardy a little bit this year? At least that was the rumor. Absolutely, that, 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 and and that's why why wouldn't Coach Browse want to go be the coordinator there, knowing, hey, if I set this thing up, you know, I I could either springboard this into a job, a bigger, better Power Five job, or if this 
you know, if 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 I if I'm a good enough fit here, then I could slide in to be the head coach. I I, I think that's that depends on Coach Wells if he's comfortable enough doing that. But I, we know Art Bryles knows offense. He knows how to attack defenses. He knows how to move the football, and he can do it in multiple ways. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. I mean, he he's a heck of a heck of an offensive mind. So. He certainly is a commodity for, for I, I think, for a lot of people. And as a head coach, certainly uh, certainly as an offensive coordinator, too. All right, uh, 345. We're 15 away from four. This is game time here on a uh, a Monday afternoon. We're glad you're with us. And we got a, a lot to get to still today. We, we haven't even touched base on the Cowboys. We haven't. I mean, we Pac-12, Tom Herman. I mean, there's just a lot of things. Lady Bear basketball. Baylor men's back. I mean, we have got a lot of steel to uh, to get to this afternoon. But right now, we're going to talk a little bit about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the uh, same ownership, same family-operated business, covering four generations, which is a uh, a rarity in today's business environment. You know, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation's been built one customer at a time. And their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. And, you know, that, uh, that's their number one priority. Their Central Texas' largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. You name it, they've got it. And if you are in the, uh, in the market maybe to, to build a, a barnuminium, which is, of course, the hottest thing going, and you don't know how to get started, well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for your particular project. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they have locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane and also down in Bryan, and they're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, and, of course, 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. So apparently the hot Christmas gift this year is the mirror. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here with your Christmas gift-giving guide. You may have seen the mirror on TV ads. It's a mirror that you stand in front of and you look at your mildly overweight self get sweaty. Sounds like fun. And it's only $1,499 for a mirror to watch yourself get sweaty. So just for comparison, here are some gifts you can get from Pickup Outfitters for the truck owner in your family that is less than $1,499. A beautiful, sleek, matte black folding hard bed cover, a spray and bed liner, a grill guard, new leather seats, two grill guards, three toolboxes. I know you only need one, but heck, if you're going to spend $1,500, almost everything we have is less than $1,500 at Pickup Outfitters. And you don't even have to sweat because we install it for you. Check out all our specials at creativecommotion.com slash truckfriday. And this Christmas, make the truck owner in your life happy with a gift from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 
ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex. Sportsfan.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South. 5th Street. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smaltz Sandwich Shop. Baylor gets blown out in the final game of the season at McLean Stadium Saturday against Oklahoma State, 42-3. And Charlie Brewer announced yesterday that he would be entering the transfer portal. The 1A Division I state championship game between Balmore and Richland Spring that was scheduled for 11 a.m. Wednesday has been postponed due to COVID-19 concerns. Cowboys get a win yesterday. Andy Dalton was good in his return to Cincinnati, going 16 of 23 for 184 yards and two touchdowns as the Cowboys win their fourth game of the season, 30 to 7, keeping the Cowboys in the playoff picture. Tonight, Cleveland hosts Baltimore on Monday Night Football. Kick is at 7.15 on ESPN. And the Lady Bears in action tonight at the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. Tip is at 6, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we move through this Monday afternoon. Beautiful day. Just a, boy, I tell you what, it's a Chamber of Commerce type day here in the heart of Texas. All right, uh, we got uh, the uh, state high school football championships for Class 1A through 4A beginning on Wednesday, running through Saturday. So th- that's what's coming up uh, over the next few days up at AT&T Stadium. But we've already got a hiccup there, Garrett. Yeah, so Balmeray and Richland Springs, we're going to get things started for us Wednesday morning at 11. And unfortunately, this well, I'll say it, probably, it was probably around 10 a.m., 10.30 this morning, the news came out that there's some COVID issues surrounding Balmeray. And uh, so now this game, because remember UIL last week said that all games will be played. So this is one they have postponed this matchup. They have until the 16th to get this game played, and it's going to have to be in a neutral site. So this game won't take place at AT&T Stadium. Um, this morning on off the bench, Steven and I had Cowboy Parks join us uh, from SixMania.com, and he was saying more than likely this game is going to be played at somewhere like San Angelo where it's a in-between point. I, I know there's a lot of uh, games that have been played throughout the years, especially state title games up in Abilene as well, and 
He just feels like that's closer for Richland Springs. But right now, this game, they're, they, there hasn't been a date determined, but it is postponed and will not take place at AT&T Stadium. All right, so there you go. Stretch, were there any surprises uh, on, on those that qualified for the state championship games? Uh, I know that, you know, obviously we all thought Argyle would get there once they uh, got past La Vega, but any surprises in, in, in what you've seen? No, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I didn't see anything. It just made me say, well, wow, I, I, I didn't expect that. So I, I, I don't know. You guys, you guys would have to – I kind of re- rely on you guys a little more when it comes to, <laughs> you know, w- what you would say uh, the line would be <laughs> or how you would figure a surprise in, in, in anything that we've seen yet. Well, Garrett, I, I'm, I'm excited about a few of these games. I mean – well, I'm excited about all of them. I mean, let's just be honest. It's high school football, uh, but there are there are a couple games, and, and, and I don't. And I know I heard you guys talking about it. Did you guys talk much about Gilmer and Carthage earlier today? No, I mean it, this is one of those games that they played earlier in the year. Carthage smoked them. It was like 42 to 17. Gilmer's really good. The interesting thing is Gilmer's coach. This is his first year as the head coach, but he's traditionally been a assistant there I think going back to when coach trailer was still there and uh you know Carthage is just so dominant I think that if if this was a year like last year where Carthage was still up in D1 um Gilmer might have a better chance to they probably would they probably would win it but Carthage is just too much for the Buckeyes uh, and I hate to say that I mean I'll, I'll be honest I, I've lived in Gilmer I'll be pulling for Gilmer but I don't think they stand a chance against Carthage even though they're playing for a second time and it's hard to beat somebody twice and all of that stuff. Well, I mean, Carthage, all right, so their quarterback got banged up a little bit on Friday. Uh, and he, and so I don't know how much his mobility is going to be a factor into this game, but I've watched a lot of Gilmer Carthage games over the years. And, and just, man, over the past decade, Carthage has definitely had their number. So I, I'm still giving the edge to the Bulldogs. All right, all right. And then, of course, we're all excited about Franklin having an opportunity to play for a state championship. And we've kind of we've kind of journeyed along with them, haven't we? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be a unique matchup. And we had uh, the coach on this morning on Off the Bench, and we were talking with him. And one of the cool stories that, that came out over the weekend was that um, Canadian hasn't played a team running the slot T since 2008. So, you know, they definitely have an advantage there. Uh, from an offensive perspective, but at the same time, running that slot T, you can't get yourself behind the gun because they're not going to be able to catch up with that high-flying Canadian offense. Now, are we just going to award post the state championship? I'm taking Shiner. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Well, and here's why I bring that up. In the game the other night, guys, against Crawford, Crawford has got the football, I believe, down on, what, the six- or seven-yard line? Mm-hmm going in for potentially the tying touchdown and of course they they end up getting the ball tipped and intercepted and it turns into a touchdown for for post and and, and it ends up being 28 14 instead of 21 21 but if that game gets to 21 21 who knows no yeah definitely Crawford gave them all they can handle post is a really good defense I was very impressed with Crawford to, to get 14 on them and you're right if you had a little more time on the clock you never know but when you look at the Shiner team they're dominated, and we, we talked about the running back at Hallettsville. His two little cousins are the running backs over at Shiner. They're almost as fast. They're dynamic. I, I think this is going to be a really tough uh, – Post isn't going to come in here and just win this game. I think Shiner can take them, honestly. Yeah, you got Martin. In, in, they'll kind of get things going for us uh, on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And 
you know, we talk about it all the time, but I really do like this football team to win another state championship. They are, they're just deep and talented in all, and, and well coached in all three phases. No, they, you, uh, Tom, do you, do you expect them to even get challenged? Let me ask you that. I, I think a little early maybe. Don't you think, Garrett, maybe early when, when the juices are flowing? But when this thing settles in and, and, and it becomes just a football game, that's when I think that's when I think Mark goes to town. I honestly, I, I think Mark just blows them out. I, I really don't know if it's going to be that close. Now, it's it's so rare because last week when Winthorpe took on Wellington, that game was a seven nothing ball game. I mean, that was it. That was the final seven nothing. So they obviously could play defense, Winthorpe. That is, but I don't think that they're going to be able to have anybody that can stop uh, Rodrell Freeman in that Mart offense. Well, and, and we'll find out out all about it on Wednesday night and. And uh, look forward to that one. And of course, uh, the and I you know, we've covered just about all of them. But uh, also Franklin, not Franklin, I beg your pardon, but Jim Ned and Hallettsville. That 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 may be the best game of the bunch. I don't know. Yeah, I think that one is that one. Or when you look at the the um the that post of Shiner, to me, those mm-hmm. are the best two games. Uh, uh, looking at this, and I, and you asked Stretch earlier if anything caught my surprise. I think this right here caught me by surprise the most because I was expecting Grandview to be in there and probably somebody like East Bernard, but. I mean, Hallettsville, I think, came out of nowhere, the dynamic running back, the, the Jim Ned defense. So I, I agree with you. I think that's going to be probably one of the better games that we get an opportunity to see. Well, it should be a lot of fun. And, of course, Friday night uh, in round two in 6A over at, over at uh, McLean Stadium, it'll be Rockwall Heath and the Temple Wildcats. And that game will be on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, with a 7 o'clock kick and a 6.30 pregame. And, you know, we're working on some things right now. Heck, we may end up over there broadcasting the show on Friday night. You never know. But uh, look forward to watching the Temple Wildcats on Friday night in round two against Rockwall Heath. So there you go. All right. It's the 3.58. We're a couple of minutes away from four. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to get into the Cowboys and their matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll do that next on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified Most Accurate, Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts. Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens. The live radar across Central Texas. More local news. Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live on the scene. On top of breaking news, weather, and sports. Back in action. On air and online, Fox 44 News. Your news now. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, 
They'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. Genco has extended their offer till December 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Refinancing will lower your interest rate, which then lowers your monthly payment. You pay less for your vehicle. Rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and keep your money. 90 days worth of money. Only at Genco FCU. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Here we go, little Molly Hatchet. And welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. It's a couple of minutes after 4 o'clock. Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Our 4 o'clock hour a service of good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's, and we're glad you're with us this afternoon. All right, uh, let's talk a little Cowboy football from uh, yesterday. The Cowboys wallop Cincinnati 30-7. to Andy Dalton goes home and and uh, has, a, uh, has a reunion of such. But let's be honest, Cincinnati's first three possessions turn into turnovers and uh, put the Cowboys pretty much on easy street, didn't they, Stretch? Well, you you know what, Tom, you say that, I, I kind of look at it this way. The, the Dallas had, had got the turnovers, uh, turned them into points, had the scoop and score. But I'll tell you this, if there's not a holding penalty against Cincinnati when Samaj P. Ryan runs that ball in the end zone, we're looking at a six-point game going into the fourth quarter against the team 
that is bad, fellas. Cincinnati is a bad football team. I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into it. Style point in the win. We don't do that, but holy cow, they, they they're a bad football team. I looked out yesterday, Tom, and I'm I'm looking at the Dallas secondary, which has obviously been its Achilles heel all year. And I'm looking at Deontay Burton and I'm looking at Savion Smith. I don't have any idea who those guys are. I saw 32. I'm like, who's that? I saw 33. I'm like, who's that? I felt I watched the game yesterday, and I, and I felt like an owl because I kept going, who, who, who's that? Who, who is that? And and I sent you a play before we went on the air today of a lead draw being run right at Jalen Smith. He comes up in there as if to fill the hole and does a James Brown turnaround and spins out the backside. <laughs> and I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I, this Dallas defense is really, really painful to watch. And I, I get it. They won yesterday, thirty to seven. We can, you know, we can say, hey, they did a pretty good job. Andy Dalton had a uh, had a homecoming and he made some cute little I love you signals to his wife and all that was cute and all that was great but this defense just it really does it makes me want to go get just about four or five tums because it just it gives me that kind of belly ache watching them you you mentioned uh Cincinnati just how bad they are defensively well heck they're they're bad offensively too but even as bad as they are you you just didn't do much against with them or against them I mean it was just no, was, and, I, and you, I think you've called it a pillow fight a couple of times. Well, I, that's, I certainly got that impression yesterday. Oh, there's no question it's a pillow fight. But, and I, I understand, again, when, you, when you're playing with offensive linemen that you didn't think would ever see the field this year, when you're having to line up, you know, two guys on your offensive line who you, you really didn't think would play at all, I, 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 it makes me question, Tom, uh, 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 several things. And I guess I'll ask you you guys this. Should the Cowboys be in a position to be tanking football games so that they can get the picks? And I said it right, the picks that they need because, quite frankly, this team, team needs to pick at about number four or five. Then they need to pick at about 36 or 37 again. Then they need to pick at about sixty-nine or seventy again. You know what I'm saying? You guys no, see I'm where I'm going you, but here? You're asking the wrong dude. I mean, if you, you play, see where you I'm play going, Tom, I'm, I'm I'm saying they've got so many holes to fill. They need to have four picks in the top hundred, not three picks in the top, uh, you know, eighty. And, right. and I think if they went when they're winning these games, and I'm not one for tanking football games. I'm not. But, boy, when you start winning games, it just kind of backs you down the board a little bit. And when you're almost feeling like you see this score and you're like, oh, the Cowboys handled business. They won 30-7. to seven. That is the biggest fool's gold that there is, is looking at the score because they, they didn't do anything to stop the run. They still were not able to stop Cincinnati from running the football. Cincinnati stubbed their toe and – dropped the ball on the ground three times of which one of them was a we've talked about was a scoop and score pick six for Alden Smith but holy cow man this is a 
Th- this is a football team that is in dire need of defensive help, and it, it and it's it's multiple places. Now let me give you the glass half full. When you're ha- when you're you're allowing these guys to get playing time. When I'm talking about these guys, I'm I'm talking about an offensive line that is working together, and I'm talking about some down-the-line guys. I'm talking about you see Biotish go out there and do some things. You see McGovern go out there and do some things. You see these steal, you see these tackles, at least getting some playing time that are going to provide you unbelievable depth next year. When you see tight end Dalton Schultz, who I questioned when they drafted him out of Stanford. I really did. I said, this guy couldn't block me in a phone booth. And, and, and I see him continue to grow and get better as a route runner, do some things as a blocker. When you see Blake Bell go out there and do some things, uh, cutting off the backside, um, leading from a blocking standpoint when they run a little bit of, uh, you know, a tight end counter, a tight end power. To me, that's really – that's going to help this football team immensely going into next year. You're going to have, an, again, an, an offensive football team with the Dallas Cowboys that will be really, really good. And I know where it's going to go. People are going to say, well, you know, but, but Zeke, he didn't do – guys, they, they absolutely stoned you from a running game standpoint because they were playing – eight and nine guys in the box. They were not going to allow – they've kind of taken the same – the NFL is a copycat league, and they're taking the same posture that really everybody else is taking right now to say, you know what, we're not going to let Ezekiel Elliott beat us. We're going to make other people beat us. Well, that happened yesterday, obviously. You know, Dalton made a few throws, and he, I thought he really did some good things from a timing perspective. He made some really good throws in the game. Uh, and, and along with the turnovers, I'm going to get back to my overall view of the Cowboys, though, and that's they are really going to be really good offensively next year. But, guys, that is not the issue. The issue is defensive scheme and defensive personality, uh, personality personnel, and if they don't go fix that, you, you, you're, you're, you're going to be really in for the same thing that you've had so far this year, which is – a four-win football team, 13 games into the season, and and we're still sitting around thinking, man, they, they've still got a chance to make the playoffs. If they can some way figure out a way to win these last, you know, they can figure out a way to beat San Francisco. They can figure out a way to beat the Giants. They can figure out a way to beat Philadelphia. It it To me, it just feels like fool's gold. No, I agree. And, and – you mentioned the division, by the way. Isn't that now Washington's division to to just kind of take care of and, and get into the playoffs? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I you say that, but let me let me ask you this: Do do you do you, Washington's got Seattle? Who who you like in the game, Tom? Well, I like Seattle. Right, and then I, they I got know. and then they got Carolina. Maybe with a maybe with a healthy Christian McCaffrey, Carolina will give them all they want. Then they finish the season with Philadelphia. I mean, do you do you see them running away with it? You know, you see what I'm saying. Philadelphia's got Arizona this week. Then the Cowboys in Washington. I mean, it could come down to that. It could come down to that last week. As crazy as it sounds, it really could. It could come down to the last week. And I am in no way 
saying the Cowboys are a playoff team, I'm telling you, it could come down to the last week of the season. And who knows how, how, how this thing could really come out. I mean, I, I'm, I guess I'm thinking that the Cowboys at least can give you some problems offensively these last three weeks. They've shown you that they, that they can do that. Now, if they get, they get Wilson and they get Brown back in their secondary, all of a sudden they'll be okay in the secondary. They could certainly go out and play with the, you know, with, with a backup quarterback in San Francisco who just choked it up last weekend to Washington. They can play with Philadelphia and they can play with the Giants. So do you do you want do you really if you're a Cowboy fan do you really want this team to go out and win those last three games or would you rather see them kind of just just finish out the season and you can't. You, you know, you can't talk about tanking it because it sits in your culture. I'm talking about as a fan, though, and from two guys, that, three guys that talk on Sports Talk Radio, and we're very fortunate to have this opportunity. But, I mean, do you really want them to win one of those last three games? I, I, I'm asking the question. Well, again, <laughs> for me, you're, you're asking the wrong guy. I think anytime <laughs> you compete, you compete and and. So, yeah, I do want them to win their, those last three football games, quite frankly. Uh, but how far have they fallen, guys? Here, They had first and goal inside the four, I believe, against Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bengals, and they run it once and throw it three time, uh, twice and kick a field goal. Yeah. They, two years ago, wouldn't that have been four handoffs to Ezekiel Elliott? Oh, That's yeah. how far they've fallen. No, yeah, but it also it, it also would have been it, you, you also would have had Frederick Center and you would have had right. Zach Martin and you'd have had you, you you know what I'm saying? I mean, you'd have yeah. had you'd have had you wouldn't have had this 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 offensive line that they're having to put out there right now, which is it's a makeshift offensive line. That's let's 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 not put it any different than what it is. All right, uh, real quick, uh, what you what you think of the uh, the switch in, in Philadelphia? I, you know, it looked like that team had a got a boost. It looked like Doug Peterson, from a from a coaching standpoint, he got, he got some new plays, he got some new options, he got some ability to say, "Hey, I got a quarterback here that can run around a little bit. It can keep it on some of these boots and waggles and make some things happen." And they gave they gave the Saints fits. Do I think that can do? I think they can duplicate that next week and the week after that with NFL defensive coordinators studying what they do. I don't, but I think for one week it looked pretty good, and and they they went out and 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 won a big football game in a game that that nobody I think thought they were going to win. It's a fourteen after four, four fourteen. We're going to jump back into the college football game and. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with the Pac-12 championship game on Friday night and also take a, take a stroll down to Austin and talk about what's going on on the UT campus with Tom Herman. We'll do that next when we continue here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm -hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the, and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose? Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not going to... I'm never going to stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN. In Central Texas. 
ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-166. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at SyntexSportsFan.com. Don't miss the real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, they'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. So apparently the hot Christmas gift this year is the mirror. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here with your Christmas gift-giving guide. You may have seen the mirror on TV ads. It's a mirror that you stand in front of and you look at your mildly overweight self get sweaty. Sounds like fun. And it's only $1,499 for a mirror to watch yourself get sweaty. So just for comparison, here are some gifts you can get from Pickup Outfitters for the truck owner in your family that is less than $1,499. A beautiful, sleek, matte black folding hard bed cover, a spray and bed liner, a grill guard, new leather seats, two grill guards, three toolboxes. I know you only need one, but heck, if you're going to spend $1,500, almost everything we have is less than $1,500 at Pickup Outfitters. And you don't even have to sweat because we install it for you. Check out all our specials at creativecommotion.com slash truckfriday. And this Christmas, make the truck owner in your life happy with a gift from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. At Community Bank & Trust, we continue to add new and improved features to our mobile and digital banking systems. Our new person-to-person -person payment system allows our customers to instantly send money to friends and family, no matter where they bank. Customers using our debit card just log in online, input the friend's cell phone number or email address, and the money will be sent P2P to them. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Longstar 1500s, and with new Ram Heavy Duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the Big Finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. All right, 419, it's 19 minutes after 4. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We talked earlier that uh, it's the, that, uh, the uh, Auburn Tigers are making a move, and there's going to be some others making a move. But one program that's not going to be making a move, apparently, is the Texas Longhorn Stretch, is Tom Herman will remain as their head football coach. 
Let me let me ask you this, and I and I'm I don't Tom, you know I don't like conspiracy theories and all that, but do you do you really think Tom Herman will come back? Just and I know I, I'm not trying to set you up for failure here. Something tells me that this is not over with yet, and I'm kind of I guess I'm leaning towards wondering if you feel the same way. No, I, I actually think that he will be the head football coach uh, in, in Austin next year. I, and I know that you, you're saying there's going to be a lot of lot more movement, and there probably will be. But I, I just think for right now that they they fired their bullet, and, and it and it you know and it came up empty. And I think this is what they what they feel like they need to do and where they need to go. And now you may think that Tom Herman on his own may make a move and. And that very well may be the case. I don't know, but I, I wouldn't think. I, I guess I've, I've heard some underlying, like, sentiment that uh, Urban Meyer is, is, is not out of the mix, that he, in fact, wanted to wait to talk to either two or three of his assistants that are still on staff at Ohio State. He wanted to wait till their kind of season was over. They were through with their – you know, Big Ten championship, and then he was going to reach out. I don't – whether that's true or not, I don't know, and I don't like to – I'm certainly the one that doesn't like to spread the rumors. I don't like to get into all that. But something tells me – and, I, I again, I'm not going to get into all the palm reading and all that card reading and all that other crap. But something tells me this is not over. And I, and I say that because, quite frankly, I don't think Tom Herman wants to come back as a lame duck coach. I don't think that he – wants to have to go out and recruit as a lame duck coach. I, and, and, and I don't think it's fair to him to put him in that position. I think if, if in fact, he's your guy, then you should have almost come to him and given him two more years on his contract and said, you know what, this is the direction we're going. And I haven't, I haven't seen any of that. So something just, I don't know, it doesn't feel right that for me to step in here and say, I feel sure that he's going to be, you know, the Longhorn football coach come next year i just i just don't feel that way well th- then i'll ask the question other than other than to try to help in, in in hold the recruits that you have for this year why do you make that statement why do you come out and say this is our guy i i, I mean, I mean I, because now you've kind of backed yourself into a corner haven't you well sure you backed yourself into a corner but didn't you back yourself into a corner four years ago when you went and tried to do the same thing and supposedly you were you know, you were you were right at the altar with Nick Saban, and Nick Saban's wife was looking for property on <laughs> Lake Travis, and bop bop bop. I mean, you know, we we all the stories that we hear, they kind of back themselves in the corner there. So, I I just something in my gut tells me that this is not over yet. That you, you know, the University of Texas, these big money donors are not they're they don't want to they don't want another year of this they don't want to see uh, you know for instance the brockermeyer boys who were the you know two big offensive line recruits at all saints in fort worth they, they don't want to hear about them going to alabama they, they, their, their dad went to texas their brother goes to texas their mom went to texas the mom met the dad the whole nine yard why in the hell are they going to Alabama, and you know what? You're probably not going to switch them because they're 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 going to be signing here Wednesday. But I just don't think that's going to sit good with them. I really don't think that's going to sit good with the University of Texas. You know, with that with that big money booster, uh, uh, the 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 fact of 
saying, hey, we're going to have we're, we're going to have kind of a lame duck guy here for another year in Tom Herman. I just something tells me that that just doesn't feel right. And that story just doesn't it just doesn't sit right or marinate with me. So I is I, he a I lame duck completely if, he, off if he's back? Here. What's that? I said, is he a lame duck if he's back? Well, I mean, I guess I think in a lame duck from a recruiting standpoint, because really the name of the game right now is recruiting. I mean, he's had he's had every one of his team captains except Sam Ellinger walk walk away. I, I mean, it, it feels like that he's almost lost the football team. Uh, now, you know, they went out and, and beat a really bad Kansas State team. They were bad. Kansas State was bad. And I, 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 I'm not, you know, we didn't style point the Cowboys win, and I'm certainly not going to style point uh, the Longhorn win against Kansas State. But I'm going to say that, it, do, you know, he does feel like a lame duck because they tried to replace him. They couldn't get, you know, they couldn't get the date that they wanted to go to the prom, and now they're having to settle with Tom Herman. So that certainly feels like a, a, a lame duck situation to me. Does it not to you? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, how much of the Urban Meyer stuff is is do we know is a hundred percent accurate? I, you know, I, I guess Tom, I can only go with you know our guys that we talk to, which is you know Chip Brown and Kirk Bowles, and both of them felt like you know Tom Herman was you know was was going to be moved on, and then obviously Chip came out with the story that hey. Urban Meyer has said thanks, but no thanks. But ha- has he really said no thanks, or has he said, "Hey, stand by. I'm gonna I'm gonna check on some other things." Then you know how you, you know the story goes from one to two to three. By the time it gets to four, the story's changed. I I, I don't know. I, I I'm I this is one of those things that it's tough for me to speculate on. And having been in this profession, I don't like to speculate on it. But uh, you know, with with the way that you and I um, talk not only on air but off air. I'm certainly comfortable saying that I don't think this situation is over. All right, uh, so that's one we we just keep an eye on and see how they uh, how they move forward with it. But again, I, I was I mean yesterday you, you saw it, uh, and it, again here we go on the crawl on ESPN that uh, that Tom Herman would be returning according to Chris Del Conte, director of athletics at the University of Texas. So I just took him for his word. So yeah, we'll, we'll see yeah, We'll yeah. see how that goes. It's yeah, a 426, 26 after 4. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. And they're making a change in the uh, Pac-12 championship game on Friday night because of the uh, situation with COVID. So Oregon, guys, is now going to step in and replace Washington. They just did not have enough healthy football players. Unfortunate for Washington because – you know they they probably feel like they had every opportunity to match up versus USC. You know with their frontline guys, and you kind of take your hat off and say, "Hey, good for you." Knowing that if we don't have our guys, we certainly you know don't have an opportunity to win the football game. So maybe we should do what's best for the league. I, doesn't it feel like that's what that posture is to you? Hey, we're kind of going to look out for ourselves and do what's best for our league here. And if we don't have our top line guys, then we'll, you know, we'll send the next best team or what we feel like is the next best team to play in our place, and that'd be the University of Oregon. 
See, that's exactly what they're doing. That is exactly what they're doing. It's a nationally televised game, and it's a Friday night game, so it's a showcase piece. And they're gonna, they were going to play a football game stretch. I mean, bottom line, they were going to play a football game on Friday night, and so now Oregon slides in. And, and I guess everybody was on the same page when, when they kind of set the, the parameters of how they were going to conduct things and do things. Because you get to a certain point, as you guys know, where you, there is no tomorrow. You've got to get it done, and you've got to get it done now. And that's kind of the case in this situation. It's Friday night, and that's when you're going to play the football game, and you have to get Oregon every opportunity to get prepared to play the football game. So they, uh, they had to step in today and make that replacement of Washington, and uh, that's exactly what they did. And so it will be Oregon playing in that Pac-12 title game. Let me ask you this, Tom. What feels like a more hollow 5-0, 6-0 situation, USC or Ohio State? Oh, I think it's USC. <laughs> I yeah. think so, too. They, I mean, come on. They, they, they're not – I mean, there's there's little to no discussion there. I think so, too. But I, but I do think that you see what USC did to come back and beat UCLA. They've got some offensive firepower. You know that with Amon – uh, you know, I'm in Ross St. Brown. I mean, they've got some guys who can go get the football. They've got a quarterback who can throw it. I mean, they they offensively on one side of the ball are really pretty pretty dang efficient with what they can do. So, I I mean, I agree with you. It feels you know it feels hollow. Uh, that 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 record feels hollow. But part of me says so does Ohio State's record. It it, it feels a little hollow as well. There's no question. It, 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 but I get tired of, of, of talking about Ohio State. Listen, somebody wants them in the party, so they're in the party. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of that simple right now. They're getting invited whether whether we want them in or not, huh? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, and again, I think from a whole body of work, I think both, you know, I, I just think that uh, that Texas A&M's body of work is just as impressive, but playing in the in the uh, S in the uh, SEC, but you know, hey. Right now, and again, there's another show coming up tonight. Is there going to be any surprises on who the top four or who the top five teams are? I don't think so. Well, I, I, this is the other thing I'll say, though, Tom, when we talk about kind of what happened this weekend, and that's, you know, with the huge upset of LSU just, you know, beating Florida. Now, all of a sudden, uh, you, you know, does that – how does that – you know, how is that going to look from a uh, – from a – college football playoff perspective when you st- I, I guess you still got to look at it's still going to come down to uh, Clemson and Notre Dame and who wins that game as if and, and I guess as it pertains to A&M and their chance to get in that number four spot it, it does and I think that I, to a degree and Garrett you may want to chime in but to a degree I think it may diminish that A&M win over Florida but number one that was a long time ago when they beat Florida and number two, that was coming off back-to-back. They had back-to-back with Alabama and Florida. That's a tough ask. And, and they, they lose to Alabama, and then they come back and beat Florida. So that still, to me, is a very impressive win. And I don't I don't think it diminishes it any. I, 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 that's, I, maybe it does. I, I guess well, I wasn't LSU looking at beats it that them? way. We're, but I, I don't know. I, I just with with LSU getting that win, I, and I didn't see that coming. I don't know about you guys, but uh-uh. uh, didn't see that coming at all. Garrett, I know we're up against the clock, but you got some breaking news coming out of Stillwater. 
Yeah, so Conley offensive lineman, Trent Puel, and uh, he was up there at Oklahoma State, and he has now entered the transfer portal and will be leaving Stillwater. Okay, guys, let's talk a second, just a second about the transfer portal. Is that a good thing for nope. college football? I, I, I don't think so. and I, think I can't you, stand it. And I'll tell you this, Tom, I think when you look at the landscape of college recruiting right now, and how guys are recruiting, and now we're going to have this one-time transfer rule and everybody that's in that portal. No, I, I, I don't think that helps college football at all. And I think, it, if anything, it really hurts uh, the credibility of, you know, what you are and what you stand for and how it should align, which th- that's the reason they call it a student athlete. You're a student first. Well, and one of the things that and I think we've talked about Garrett in the building a lot mm-hmm. is is the uh, opportunity for a player to move on if his coach and coaching staff moves on. But if your coach and coaching staff's not moving on, I, I, I don't get this, hey, let's just give him a free pass and, and you right off into the sunset. Yeah, I understand that. But my thing is there's so many – I can't remember the number. I believe Brett McMurphy said it was like 190 that have entered the transfer portal so far. And – my thing is, how many of these guys that are leaving and they think they're going to search green past, greener pastures somewhere else are going to find themselves not on a team because there's not enough roster space, especially considering all the recruits that are coming in with all these transfers? I think you're going to see a lot of guys out there who just are done with football because they can't get on a roster. Great yeah, but point. I also think this, Garrett, let me say this. You got a guy like uh, Jake Spavital at Texas State. Right. He, he's in a win or lose situation. I, I'd bet you he's not going to sign a high school player. That's I a bet good it's point. It's all going to be transfer transfers and possibly JUCO guys. Because guess what? It's his butt that's on the line right now. He's got to win right now. It really is, Stretch. And another thing to keep in mind is the HBHCs. Uh, when you look at them, like, okay, so Shiloh Sanders, he enters the transfer portal earlier today from South Carolina. More than likely, we all know he's going to Jackson State to go be with his dad. How many other kids go that route as well? But it, yeah, I think you bring up a good point with Texas State's, uh, Louisiana Lafayette's, all those smaller schools. If they can get a hold of guys they couldn't get in recruiting, I think they could build up their program. So that's something to keep an eye on. Oh, big But, but time. you're just renting a guy. I mean, you're constantly doing this. You're not building a program this way. You're not. And, and you see, I think that's what Kansas got in trouble with, with as far as JUCO route. But – I think that those smaller schools, like Stretch has a point with you, you got a coach on the line, he doesn't care at this point. He's trying to save his job. Yeah, but let me let me say this too, Tom. Now, I'm, I'm looking at it not just the one-time transfer guy. I'm also thinking about it from a, a, a 2021 recruit standpoint because your numbers, your numbers are going to stay the same. You still got to have 85. Now, all of a sudden, you see even some of these Power 5 schools who are trying to balance their classes – if they've got, if they still got, let's say, ten or twelve guys who are going to take that six year of L, uh, L, that six year uh, look, and they've got to keep those guys on scholarship, that's one less offer that they're going to be able to offer. So that guy now, who was, you know, who was a Power Five guy, like Garrett was saying, he may become a Louisiana Lafayette guy or a North Texas guy or one of those guys that is not able to go to a Power Five school because you're going to have the trickle down effect that's going to that's going to come into play here. Yeah, and, and this is all new. I mean, with with the the eligibility thing, I mean, you're just adding another piece to 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 the deal. And, and I'm with you guys there on 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 that side of it. But 
I, I'm just looking from just straight up this transfer, hey, I don't like my, my situation, I'm out. That's what drives me nuts. And, and, and I agree. I'm just, I, I guess I'm talking about it more, Tom, from an overall perspective when you try to, ha- you know, think about how you're going to balance a recruiting class knowing that you, you probably got to leave a few spots open for guys. And, and I'll use an example that the LSU center, I think he came from, he came from one of the uh, Ivy league schools, but he, but he was, a, but he was a heck of a player in an Ivy league school and they needed an offensive lineman. They had to have, they needed a center and they went and got that guy. And so I think you're going to see a lot of teams start to plug in place positionally out of that transfer portal doesn't make it right, wrong, or indifferent. But what I am saying is how you balance, you know, how you balance those classes and how you've got to try to keep your number at 85 where you're not dropping off too, too drastically like what happened with Coach Miles at, at, uh, at Kansas where they had all those JUCO guys and he was trying to balance that recruiting class. Now you go out and have an 0-8 season and, you know, it, 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 every, everything gets thrown up in arms. There you go. All right, that's 436, 24 away from 5. This is ESPN Central Texas in game time. In time now for the Big 12 Blitz, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll give you the players of the week from the Big 12 Conference in the final week of the regular season. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Howdy, Waco. This is Joe Blanick from Blanick's Custom Catering saying thank you for your business. Whether it's a company luncheon or a formal sit-down meal, a wedding or a quinceanera, Christmas party or birthday party, we cater to your needs and desires. We will work with you on your budget to give you the most for your dollar. Remember, Blanick's for all your catering needs. 753-5444 or Blanick.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, orthopedic spine care, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Now for the latest on Big 12 Conference football. Here's J-Mo with today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Sanders gets the ball. Out of the shotgun. Back to pass. Wants to set up a screen. Now he'll scramble. Slings it deep down the right side. Caught by Stoner. Stoner to the Baylor 40. Gets right to the 30. Back to his right to the 25. Breaks the tackle inside to the 10 to the 5. Pistols firing. Touchdown Oklahoma State. 75 yards to Dylan Stoner. His first touchdown of the season. I like cut courtesy of the Cowboys Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Dave Hunziker with the call, the second play of the game, as Dylan Stoner caught a 75-yard touchdown pass from Spencer Sanders, beginning a huge day for Stoner. Stoner, for his efforts, named the Big 12's Offensive Player of the Week. He finished with eight catches for 247 yards and three touchdowns. It's the most receiving yards in a game this season by a player from an autonomy conference school. Dylan Stoner, the receiver for Oklahoma State, the Big 12's Offensive Player of the Week. The Defensive Player of the Week is TCU's C.J. Caesar II. Caesar posted three tackles, a pair of pass breakups, and two interceptions as TCU limited Louisiana Tech to just 244 yards in a 52-10 win on Saturday evening. The league's Newcomer of the Week comes from Stillwater as well. Dominic Richardson splitting time in the OSU backfield with Desmond Jackson rushed for 169 yards and three touchdowns on 23 carries. That is 7.3 yards per carry in the Cowboys' 42-3 win over Baylor. His 169 rushing yards ranks as the second highest total for an Oklahoma State true freshman. And the league's special teams player of the week also comes from Oklahoma State. Jake McClure, the kicker for Oklahoma State, combined for 10 kicks between his kickoffs and punts on the day. And those are the Big 12 players of the week. The Big 12 championship game comes up this Saturday in Arlington, matching Iowa State and Oklahoma. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified Most Accurate, Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts. Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens. The live radar across Central Texas. More local news. Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live on the scene. On top of breaking news, weather, and sports. Back in action. On air and online, Fox 44 News. Your news now. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The UIL State Championships are set to get underway on Wednesday at AT&T Stadium, and the first game scheduled between Balmeray and Richland Springs has been postponed due to COVID. Cowboy Parks from SixMania.com discuss how this unfolded and what to expect going forward this morning on Off the Bench. I contacted Balmeray, asked them what was going on, and was informed that they had to quarantine due to COVID issues. The rumor was that the game was going to be canceled. However, they made it plain and, you know, verified it with UIL. That game will be postponed. Has to be played by the 16th at a neutral site determined by the two competing teams. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 444, 16 away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Guys, did you know that Ram is the Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row? And when we start talking about Ram trucks, Alan Samuels is your Central Texas Ram headquarters with an amazing selection of Ram trucks. And if they haven't got what you're looking for, they'll find it. They've got a multiple, uh, they got multiple Alan Samuel dealerships and connections all across the USA and man they've got uh, un- just unbelievable uh, opportunities to to locate that vehicle that you're looking for and if you really want to make the Christmas season special here's the ultimate present for you and your family a brand new SUV truck or car from Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat you can also put put your family in the king of the minivans the Chrysler Pacifica and check out the lowest price third row seating crossover on the market the Dodge Journey Shop, apply, buy online at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep or DallinSamuelsDCJ.com, and they will deliver. And, of course, they are a Customer First Award of Excellence winner with a tremendous, and I do mean a tremendous, service department. Uh, Ted Teague and his staff just, yes, they want to sell you a vehicle. Let's, let's be honest about it. They want to sell you a vehicle, but they want to sell you a second vehicle. They want to sell you a third vehicle, and the only way they're going to do that is to, is to satisfy you not only during the sales process, but to, to satisfy you during the, the service of that vehicle, whether it's an oil change or whatever the case may be. So that is why they take so much pride and, and do such a good job in their service department. Again, so 
go by and just check them out. I mean, just I mean when you're when you're when you're over there and you're looking for a vehicle, go over and take a look at the service department. They've got like uh, seven advisors that and all they do is is make sure that they keep you informed of what's going on during the process of your vehicle being serviced, no matter what it is. I mean, that's just the kind of extra mile they go with their service department. So check them out today. Enjoy your your uh, your Christmas shopping at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. It's a 4:47, 13 away from five. We're going to talk some NFL football in tonight. Uh, well, let's let's dive in there first. Stretch tonight. We got uh, we got the Ravens and the Browns, and this this has the chance to be a, a fun football game. Yeah, both both these offenses are, are should be able to move the football. We've seen Cleveland all year who can really run the ball. We saw Baker Mayfield last week have you know had a four touchdown passes. You know he can you know he can do some things with his legs. We also know that Baltimore will run a million crazy-looking exotic blitzes at you. And then you got, you know, Baltimore's offenses. We, we know what Lamar Jackson can do. We saw it firsthand when he, when he just took it right at the Cowboys. So I think this is a good, you know, the, the makings of what could be a heck of a Monday night matchup. All right. Uh, and a couple other games I want you to talk real quick about. Number one, the, uh, the the Eagles beating the Saints, and of course, the uh, the Steelers losing to the Bills yesterday. Yeah, I, I really, I was surprised at at, at Pittsburgh. I, I'm I, I say that in a disappointing way. I, I thought they would come out after kind of having that lull where they, you know, they won a big game against Baltimore and kind of went out and flopped around the ground against. Uh, you know, against a, 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 quite frankly, a game they should have won. And and then they go out last night to play Buffalo, and it just didn't look like that team had any zip, any zing, any real real momentum to what was an 11-0 football team. They lose two in a row and knocks them out of the, you know, uh, the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, and then I, you know, like you were saying, you you see the team that's got, you feel like it's playing the best in the Saints, even with, uh, you know, with Breeze on the on the bench and Taysom Hill playing. I didn't expect them to play that way defensively against Philadelphia and a team who hadn't shown much offensively at all. I think the thing that you and I point to more than anything, Tom, is, you know, what we get we get in these games where it looks like. You know, if you gamble on the game of football, which I think it's the worst proposition bet you can make, I have no idea how you could have bet either one of those teams last night. But, hey, Philadelphia goes out and really probably plays their most complete game of the year against the New Orleans team, and it looked like Philadelphia was really out of it. I mean, I I had listened last week to some talk shows where everybody said, well, the the class of the NFC East is the Giants, is the Giants and the Redskins, and the and, and the worst are the Cowboys and the Eagles. Cowboys go out and get some defensive turnovers, win a game. Eagles win a game. You want to say, okay, do you really still feel that way, or is it a week to week league? And right now, it really does. It feels like the NFL, all the way from whether you're talking about the Steelers or you're talking about the Cowboys, it feels like a week to week league. Uh, and I don't think there's any doubt right now, particularly the last couple of weeks. It's a 450, 10 away from 5. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. 
Cowboys football 2020. Second and nine. This is going to be tough down here now. Only heard here. Play action by Dalton. Steps up. He's calm. Throws it left side of the end zone. All season. And there's Gallup. Michael Gallup in the end zone for the touchdown. Sunday afternoon. It's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. Whataburger fans, here's some good news for you. Whataburger has a rich, creamy treat that's sure to satisfy your cravings. It's the Dr. Pepper Shake, and it combines everything you love about Whataburger's classic shakes with the 23 delicious flavors of a Dr. Pepper. So, whether you're craving a smooth shake or a soda bursting with bold flavor, the Dr. Pepper Shake has the best of both worlds. But you better try it soon because it won't be long before this limited time shake is gone. It's the Dr. Pepper Shake, and again, it's only around for a limited time and only at Whataburger. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big-screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The UIL State Championships are set to get underway on Wednesday at AT&T Stadium, and the first game scheduled between Balmeray and Richland Springs has been postponed due to COVID. Cowboy Parks from SixMania.com discuss how this unfolded and what to expect going forward this morning on Off the Bench. I contacted Balmeray, asked them what was going on, and was informed that they had to quarantine due to COVID issues. The rumor was that the game was going to be canceled. However, they made it plain and you know verified it with UIL. That game will be postponed. Has to be played by the 16th at a neutral site determined by the two competing teams. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we are at 4:53, seven away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a uh, Monday afternoon. Our four o'clock hour is brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. All right, uh, guys, the uh, Lady Bears are off to a busy, busy week. Now, we know the men are shut down. They were supposed to have played their conference opener on Sunday against the Texas Longhorns with a non-conference game coming up tomorrow night uh, against Tarleton State in the Ferrell Center. Neither one of those games, uh, obviously Sunday's game didn't take place, and Tarleton's game will not take place because of uh, the uh, COVID situation within the basketball program. So, Garrett, in, in, in stretch, I don't know when the men's Texas game will be rescheduled. Obviously, it will have to be rescheduled. And I would think 
that at some point down the road you'd want to try to get the, the Tarleton game rescheduled just to get your games in if you possibly can. But with that said, the Lady Bears march on, and they're 3-1. and Kim's team is 3-1, and 1-0 in, in the Big 12 Conference play, taking on Texas Tech tonight at the Farrell Center. Texas Tech will come in at 3-1 and as well. However, this will be their conference opener. And this is going to start a busy, busy week for the Lady Bears in, in as far as uh, games are concerned. Of course, tonight they'll play uh, a 6 o'clock tip against Texas Tech in conference play. Then the Lady Bears step out of conference play for three ball games with a 2 o'clock matinee on Wednesday against Southern. On Friday afternoon, another 2 o'clock matinee against Northwestern State. And then the Lady Bears will be back in action on Saturday at 2 o'clock against McNeese State. Uh, at home, all of those games at the Ferrell Center. So a four-game homestand at the Ferrell Center, while the men will try to get a game in Saturday on the road in Manhattan against Kansas State with a three o'clock tip for that one. So there's a you know again, very fluid, a lot of moving parts. But Kim Mulkey talked about a busy week in Lady Bear basketball. Well, I don't know the details of what you know caused them to pause. I just know I'm going to ask a lot of questions because. You know, we were mandated by the conference to play if we had six players, and I just laughed at that. Right. Nobody can go play with six players for two weeks. So I would imagine, um, just in my mind, it's a lot of contact tracing going on there. Um, but listen, as far as us, you know, we'll COVID test again today after practice, and we have four games this week, and you keep your fingers crossed and you hope and pray that you can get those four games in and then you worry about the next part when they go home for Christmas after the last game this week. And then you got to come back and play another conference game and UConn, it never stops, Jerry. So we share the same facility. We share the same weight room. We share the same training room and you just try to do the best you can and follow the, the uh, protocols and wash your hands six feet apart and keep your mask on and um, just do the best we can. She, she has some interesting points that, that, you know, sometimes you forget, but, yeah, they do. They they practice in the same facility and, and play in the same facility in the same weight room and all that stuff. And and, and, and that's got to be difficult because not only are you trying to take care of your team, but uh, you, you got to hope that everything else works out well on the other side as well. And that's just got to be difficult to say the least. But, and, again, everybody does it. Yeah, and she got a pretty good, I, I mean, I like her kind of overall view of it. Hey, it's just something we're going to have to deal with right now. Everybody's having to deal with it. And, hey, we're going to do the best we can to stay socially distanced and do what we need to do. But you, you can see why you can see why she's a heck of a, a, of a coach because you can, you know, she's kind of a, she's kind of a nose right in front of her and she knows exactly the direction she's going and what she wants to say. And she just comes right out and says, Hey, here's what we're going to have to do. Here's our challenges and here's how we're going to overcome them. Yeah. She, uh, she's been there, done that and got a t-shirt. That's, that's for sure. It's a four fifty eight, a couple of minutes in front of five. This is game time on ESPN central Texas. And, do we have our, our number four guy? Is he lined up? Is he actually going to join us? Oh, how how cool is that? Joe Joe Trahan from WFAA Channel 8. The fourth member of the team will be on the program when we come back here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Andy Dalton shines in his Cincinnati homecoming, and the stingy Cowboy defense has one of its best efforts of the year and a 30-7 smackdown of the Bengals. Details after this. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Oh. Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Quarterback Andy Dalton threw touchdown passes to Amari Cooper and Tony Pollard on the road in Cincinnati to beat his old team in the Cowboys' 30-7 taming of the Bengals yesterday. But it was the Cowboys' defense that set the tone with three first-half fumble recoveries leading to 17 points, including a touchdown return of 78 yards by defensive end Alden Smith. Post-game, Smith joked about his runaway score. I know that I'm like really fast, so as soon as I picked it up, I knew that it was just going to be impossible for me to get caught. <laughs> but, no, seriously, like, I, was running, I was looking up at the screen, um, saw there was nobody really around, so touchdown. The Cowboys improved their record to 4-9 and nine and remain in the hunt for the NFC East title. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South South 5th Street. Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified Most Accurate Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts. Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens. The live radar across Central Texas. More local news. Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live on the scene. On top of breaking news, weather, and sports. Back in action. On air and online, Fox 44 News. Your news. Now. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now
now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Genco has extended their offer till December 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Refinancing will lower your interest rate, which then lowers your monthly payment. You pay less for your vehicle, rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and keep your money, 90 days worth of money, only at Genco FCU. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt, 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll into hour three of the program. It's 5.04, four minutes after five, and the fourth member of the team, from WFAA Channel 8, Joe Trahan joins us. And, Joe, so you say there's a chance. <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom, Tom. There, there, there is a chance for the Cowboys to mess this whole thing up by winning another game. Yes, there is absolutely <laughs> a chance. And and if you're talking about the division, I, I think when you look at the probability, I think it's a 0.7% chance that your Cowboys can can pull off a miracle. So, in my book, there's no chance at all. So, let's hope they don't screw this thing up. What was your takeaway from yesterday? I did have one very important takeaway, Tom, and you guys. Uh, the, the fact that McCarthy called into question his team's effort, and he did it to them. Uh, we in the press found out about it, so it became a story. And the fact that they responded the way they did, especially defensively, um, because a couple of those turnovers were caused by secondary effort, I think those things were important. That was good to see. Um, I, I don't feel like that message fell on deaf ears. They're still responding the right way. And, uh, you know, it's a clear sign moving forward that for now at least um, the first-year head coach still has the attention of his crew. Joe, I, uh, you tell me you, you, you listened to the Stephen Jones today and he, him coming out and saying that Mike McCarthy is definitely uh, going to get a second year to be the head coach. And I know this is something that you and I have talked about off air, but 
you got to change defensive coordinators, correct? I mean, do do we agree with that? I do agree with that. I'm in agreement with that. Um, th- there have been too many times th- that this defense has just seemed ill-prepared, right? And it's not just a talent thing. But when you add on to the fact that there are talent issues, especially in the back end, especially in the secondary, when you put that whole thing together, you get the worst defense statistically in the NFL. That's how those things happen. And I do think that you have to make a change there because I do think there is some lack of belief in that defensive room. Um, and, I, and, and there's and, been too many so times we, where these guys have not trusted the scheme, not played the way you wanted to. No. But the flip side of that is um, absolutely no change with Coach McCarthy is what Stephen Jones said about, about the head coach. That's well, what he said. And, and so let's get on to what I've said from the beginning, which is that Mike McCarthy, he – he spent all this time a year ago, Joe, help us. He was with, he was with uh, the former coach of the head coach of the Saints, and didn't they spend a ton of time uh, in, in a barn going over analytics, going over football, and that was Jim Hazlitt. And then when he got the job here with the Cowboys, instead of hiring Hazlitt as his defensive coordinator. He hired a guy who gave him his first opportunity to be a coordinator in the NFL and Mike Nolan. And so there's obviously immense loyalty there. And, and, and I've said this from the beginning, and I'm not going to back off of it. I still believe that if, if when it comes time for him to have to move on from Mike Nolan, if he's forced to have to do that, I think it's going to be a tough pill for him to swallow and if he balks at that at all, I think that's the Cowboys' opportunity to say, hey, we may need to move on from from Mike McCarthy. And I know you don't see it that way. No, I, I don't. I don't. I think McCarthy has, has put too much time in, in that barn to get this opportunity. And, you know, I think he has seen signs of his offense beginning to click a little bit, even with Andy Dalton quarterback. And, I mean, these last couple of games, um, while they've still struggled mightily in the red zone, I would blame a lot of that on the offensive line's just absolute ineptitude. But from a play-calling standpoint, from an execution standpoint, from them, you know, I'm not going to call it innovative, but I feel like they have, they've gotten a rhythm in these last couple of games that leads you to believe when you get your, your front-line offensive lineman back, you get Dak Prescott back in this offense, that it can be productive. So I think he's seen enough to not let whatever loyalty he has for coach get in the way. And the other thing about that loyalty is it runs both ways. Because I do think it could be a situation where Mike Nolan says, hey, listen, uh, Mike, I know that, you know, there's this friction. Listen, you keep doing what you're doing, man, and I'm just going to go on down the road. Because he is the older coach. He's been through a lot more than McCarthy. And I think he he could or would say that. Joe, Joe let me ask you this, out man, of the, with, with out that of the being the case. Uh, and, and, again, we've seen some uh, special teams, questionable calls from the special teams coach. Now they got a good return yesterday. But when you, when you really try to put your finger on this, I believe personally that Mike McCarthy is a really good offensive coach. I mean, I think he's an offensive-minded head coach. I'm wondering, does he step back a little bit this year and say, you know what, I need to have a better uh, uh, control or a better pulse 
of what's going on on the defensive side of the ball along with the special teams. Do you think that's something that he will do, you know, coming back in his second year and, you know, it not being in this pandemic situation where maybe they can go to training camp and we do have a preseason next year? Yeah, no, I think there were some hard lessons learned this year by Mike McCarthy with the way he, you know, goes about doing it. You know, but we've, been, we've seen some of these situations before with the Cowboys coach, and you know how it works. There have been times before where the defense had its autonomy. Remember when it was, you know, Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett? It was, it was the defense and it was the offense, and, and there wasn't a whole lot of collaboration. I don't think that's the case right now with McCarthy, but, I mean, you're right. I do think, he, you know, he's, he's an offensive-minded coach, and I, I don't know how much of his expertise lies in defense. I, I don't know how much he could even help, to be honest with you. So with that being the case, I mean, I think if they do move on from Mike, Mike Nolan, they've got to come, up, come in here and get a, you know, a big-time defensive-minded coach, maybe a defensive-minded coach who has been a head coach in the NFL, have him come in, be a coordinator, and run that side of the ball, right? I kind of see it happening that way, Coach, as opposed to McCarthy jumping in and maybe trying to do more, only because that doesn't fit his skill set. Hey, Joe, I know we got to let you go, but I I wanted to – just one quick thought. The the announcement today came from Stephen Jones. Do we read anything into that that it wasn't Jerry – making that announcement <laughs> no the only tom good question but the only thing you can read into that is steven has his radio show on monday jerry has his radio show tomorrow morning at 8 30 <laughs> and we'll all be listening and that's when jerry will echo exactly what steven said hey joe thanks so much we appreciate the time buddy all right guys appreciate it y'all take care we'll talk to you soon good stuff joe trahan from wfaa channel eight uh, with us on the program. It is 5-12, 12 minutes after 5. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in the voice of Baylor basketball, the voice of the Bears. Pat Nunley joins us from <laughs> Indianapolis. Good morning to you. you. Know, <laughs> J-Mo, here's the deal. Yes. So I, feel like, I feel like a shooting guard who's been moved to play the point. <laughs> and I, I'm a bit of a fish out of water. All I can say is I miss you, and I can't wait for you to be sitting in that play-by-play chair. <laughs> and me right next to you, by the way. But uh, yes. this, is, this is heavy lifting, man. Well, you know, you're just uh, you're perfectly suited for the color role, but you do so well. I, let me tell you, I've heard so many comments from people, and they kind of say it to me like, should I say this to him? But they say, what a great job you and David are doing, and I say, I absolutely agree. So, great job. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South South 5th Street. Don't miss the real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, 
They'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp. Plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Hey, Whataburger fans, here's some good news for you. Whataburger has a rich, creamy treat that's sure to satisfy your cravings. It's the Dr. Pepper Shake, and it combines everything you love about Whataburger's classic shakes with the 23 delicious flavors of a Dr. Pepper. So, whether you're craving a smooth shake or a soda bursting with bold flavor, the Dr. Pepper Shake has the best of both worlds. But you better try it soon because it won't be long before this limited-time shake is gone. It's the Dr. Pepper Shake, and again, it's only around for a limited time and only at Whataburger. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Five sixteen, sixteen minutes after five on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time with Tom and Glenn and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to take you to the Farrell Center where the Lady Bears will host the Texas Tech basketball team in conference game number two in their conference home opener. So uh, that'll be, a, I believe, about a 6.05 tip, and ESPNU will have it on uh, on television. And, of course, we've got the radio broadcast coming up at the bottom of the hour at 5.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. We, we have covered the gamut, guys. I think we've touched base on just about everything we could think of and, and, uh, every, and, and, and probably left a lot on the table that we didn't get to, and hopefully that's what Tuesday's about. But uh, let's let's just kind of go around the horn and, and check in and, and and see what we learned. Garrett, what did you learn today? Well, I say I learned that. I don't know. I learned that Stretch is not sold that Herman will be back next season, which I think is intriguing. That's what I learned today. Stretch, what's your takeaway from today? I, I'm looking forward to tomorrow in a, in a heavy dose of college football playoff talk, Tom. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking forward to. I think, I think LSU beating Florida was was big, and I think mm-hmm. I think we got a lot to dig into tomorrow. There is no question. And again, that show is coming up tonight. I believe it's seven o'clock on uh, on the Mothership on ESPN. And my takeaway is Mike McCarthy is back as the Cowboy coach, and Tom Herman is definitely back on the Forty Acres next fall for the Texas Longhorns. 
We'll have a lot to talk about. We'll have a lot of time to discuss it. It's it's a five eighteen. That was all set up by 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 Garrett. He he said uh, he said he'd give me ten bucks if I if I would go that route. And I said okay, we'll do it. I, I needed ten bucks. Are, are you, I, you, and you and you took it, and you don't realize Garrett pays in rolled nickels. So I hope you have a hell of a time spending those. Might be pennies at this point. Uh, oh boy. So uh, five eighteen. Hey, seriously, who do you like tonight? I kind of, I kind of like Cleveland. I think, I think they're playing good football right now, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on the Brownies, and I'm gonna get on the Lady Bears too. I'm not sure which game you're talking about, but I'll take the Lady Bears and the Browns tonight. Yeah, I, I, I think Kim's team plays well at home and gets the win. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And as far as the the Monday night game, uh, the Browns have won four in a row, and and boy, they're playing well right now, aren't they? They are playing well right now, and uh, you know the quarterbacks functioning well. He's he's not uh, he's not doing anything wild and crazy with the football. He's taking care of the ball and he's pushing it down the field. and And OBJ is his. You don't you don't hear much from him because he's on the shelf. And I'm not sure that's a bad thing for the Browns right now. Well, and you mentioned the quarterback. He he just seems to be getting a little better, a little more polished, a little more clean in what he's supposed to do and what that what they want out of him at that at that position. Yeah, he's more com- you know they had a new head coach and Kevin Stefanski coming there, and I think he's more comfortable with what they're doing offensively. And and anytime you can run the football, guys, it it, it gives you a chance. So if they can run the football tonight against a really good Baltimore defense, I think the Browns come out and win the football game. And that would make for five in a row for Baker Mayfield as the starting quarterback of the of the Cleveland Browns. And again, they're they're in they're in great shape, aren't they? Great shape. I mean, they're that that, and I think they need this win. I think they really need to separate themselves and 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 really say, you know, kind of send a message to Baltimore, who's kind of been the bullies for a while. So, I, I think they're going to come out fired up and ready to go. It, it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a heck of a watch and a, and a good Monday night football game for a change. Well, the, a Cleveland win gets the Browns to ten and three, and drops the Ravens to seven and six. So yeah, it's a it's a big football game for both of these teams. Yeah, and they 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 they're, it'll put them right there, chasing you know right in the middle chasing Pittsburgh too. Now that Pittsburgh's lost two in a row, I, I just think that they they've got a little juice in their in their tank. I can I can see them coming out tonight and really getting after it. And, and do we read anything other than it's been a long difficult season? Into Pittsburgh's two losses, I, no, I don't think so. I mean, I you know I, I think the loss of Bud Dupree has hurt them a little bit, but they always kind of figure out a way defensively to you know to facilitate for maybe a loss here or there. So I don't think so. I think Pittsburgh's still a heck of a football team, but I, I think it does put a team like Cleveland right back in the mix for you know to 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 win the division. So it, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it unfolds. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. We'll do it again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Lady Bear basketball is coming your way next right here on ESPN Central Texas. 